on May 9, 2006, National Polygamy Advocate Mark Henkel was interviewed by Jessica Heslin for the Boston Herald. Hi, you've reached Jessica Heslin, the media reporter for the Boston Herald. Please leave a message, or if this is urgent, you can call me on my cell phone. Newsom, this is Jessica. Hello, Jessica. This is Mark Hinkle with TruthBearer.org. Oh, hey, Mark. Thank you. I am so glad to uh, have finally reached you. Um, well, I'm doing a story. It's part of a couple of stories that we're doing. Um, okay. Mine's on this show. I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen Watch Big Love? Yes, I have. And I did want to say, uh, I'm certainly prepared to uh, provide you with, with an interview here, but I also want to let you know, as we do with all media, this is being recorded. And okay. want to make sure that you understood that and had no problem. Sure, and, and I'm going to record you. Go right ahead. <laughs> I, I expect that. Um, yeah, That's super. Right. Sure okay. thing, sure thing. Um... Hold on a second. Let me just get my file here. Sure. But yes, I've done many interviews about the HBO show, so I yes, I have seen it. Great. Yeah. So they're renewing it for a second season. And what do you do? You think that? What do you think of the show? Has it done more harm or more good for the polygamy community? I would say that it has generated a discussion. That uh, it has dispelled some myths, and it continues to perpetrate the idea that all polygamy is Mormon polygamy when it isn't. Uh, but this is clearly a Mormon polygamy story. Um, and what what are some of the myths that it's dispelled? The absurd idea that it's a sexual fantasy for the man. If anything, it has shown it to uh, to be a pain in the neck, and a guy really has to uh, to be up to the challenge. You know, and I I don't don't use that like a oh gosh, please don't use that as an innuendo. That was not the way that was intended. Okay. That was not an innuendo. <laughs> um, and has it dispelled any other myth? Uh, that m- most normal pro polygamists. Uh, do adamantly oppose the criminal activities involved in some of the compound areas, just as the normal family does in this show. From the you know, from opposing the underage atrocities to opposing uh, some of the the criminal political things that they're doing, uh, you know, from from that standpoint, uh, that's the true story. Is that most normal pro polygamists want nothing to do with the anecdotal crimes of specific. Uh, things that have gone on anecdotally with certain compounds. Okay. Um, no, wait, do you think it? it um, I mean, is it a, is it an accurate account? Is it a? I mean, does anybody really live like that in the three homes? Right. Well, that that's another thing. Too, that polygamy is not a monolithic thing any more than monogamy is monolithic. Uh, Some people may choose to uh, live in multiple houses. Uh, However, many others choose otherwise. Uh, The the show does provide uh, a does seem to show the pitfalls of having separate houses altogether uh, because of some of the um, individual characters' isolations in their own homes and own houses that way. Uh, that 
Uh, I mean, we can go individually, you know, from margins, uh, you know, sparse house to uh, the credit card problems of uh, Nikki and, you know, the, the, each individual having their own household. That uh, some of the uh, communication breakdowns that the show seems to be displaying, because we have to understand, this is still a soap opera at the end of the day. It's simply a soap opera story premised around polygamy, but it's still a soap opera just as, you know, every day there are soap operas of dramatic dysfunction also. You know, it just doesn't involve polygamy in the, in the daytime soaps. So many families uh, do not necessarily have a separate physical building houses. You know, it, it's an individual choice thing. And you said it's generated discussion. Is yeah. that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I think it certainly has. It has uh, uh, made, you know, it's given, you know, certainly uh, us a number of increased media uh, opportunities to help people understand that uh, polygamy is not... Uh, the the things that propaganda repeatedly tries to say. It is not about uh, abuse. It is not about sexual fantasy for the men. Uh, and that really, it's 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 a great challenge. And certainly, uh, the idea that you know uh, women are going to be you know these waifs that have no intelligence and have no ability to to protect their rights. Uh, certainly, I think the uh, the strength uh, in the characters. Uh, in the particular show, demonstrate that uh, you know women are not going to be uh, you know easy pushovers. And if anything, if a guy's an idiot, I mean they, the women are going to gang up on him. You know, so I think the show does demonstrate that uh, communication is definitely uh, important because I think because again it's a soap opera, they are highlighting soap opera drama. Uh, you know, and all the melodrama that happens dysfunctionally from not having proper communication, and then that's why, you know, credit card bills get racked up and nobody knows about it, things of that nature, that in a in a helpfully growing polygamous family, and by growing I mean, you know, emotionally growing, nurturing everybody as, as growing adults, that uh, communication would, would be, I think, much better than the uh, soap opera dysfunction that you see in the particular show. Have you gotten more inquiries from people, or are more people considering becoming poly, um, polygamous because of this show? I mean, has it generated that much interest? Or well, the thing to understand is, uh, you know, my, my, I've got the soundbite: polygamy rights is the next civil rights battle, and it is not purely a matter of you have to be a practicing polygamist to support polygamy rights. And not everybody is capable of uh, being polygamous. You know, think of it, a way to think of uh, it this way is, is this analogy. Uh, children learn in, what, third, fourth grade how to multiply. And, but as, as some may grow and finally ultimately be able to learn by seventh, eighth grade, learn how to do algebra, a much more advanced. But just because they haven't learned algebra doesn't mean that they don't know how to do multiplying. The same thing is true with maturity and intimacy of some men may grow to only the third or fourth grade level, metaphorically speaking, uh, of being only know how to multiply, meaning they only know how to have intimacy on a one-on-one -on -one level with one woman. But there are men who are capable of growing past that and learning a more complex, a more intelligent, a more maturing, caring about women kind of uh, mentality that are capable of helping uh, have that intimacy with more than one woman and really helping and caring and loving women. It doesn't mean everybody's capable. Okay, gotcha. um, are you glad this show came out? Well, you can't expect everything to be perfect, of course. It's been a positive opportunity for increased discussion about what we're really about. Not that the show is 
picture perfect, you know, it's, it still you know makes uh, polygamy defined within the Mormon polygamy paradigm. And regardless of of what the mainstream Mormon Church wants to say, if the the reason for the polygamy is premised on the Book of Mormon and the Mormon religion's theology, then it's Mormon polygamy. It doesn't matter what the LDS wants to try to say. They're not Mormons. If it's based on the Book of Mormon and that theology. You have to understand that that's the problem that too much of the propaganda goes forward, saying that it tries to say that all polygamy is Mormon polygamy. For example, uh, you're talking to truthbearer.org, and you know, we are a, an organization of Christian play, which is conservative evangelical uh, Christians, and we believe in, in, in a whole different paradigm having nothing to do with any of the uh, religious obligations that the Mormon religion has about uh, polygamy and, and women, and for us, actually, you know, we see a, a, bra- a broad society uh, devastated by in, of a landscape littered with abandoned single moms in a society of marriage-phobic baby-daddy men. Than men that are afraid of marriage, and we're saying that uh, this could actually be advantageous. And, and we're talking about men who want to want marriage, love women, and want to help encourage women to uh, be the best they choose to be on their own self. And that one woman who wants to work can do so, knowing she's got the freedom to do so, at knowing her children are being cared for by, say, another woman who wants to stay home. And that's her choice, you know. And that it's a, an issue of love and and growth. So the point is, a neutral noun is not modified by a missing adjective. The neutral word polygamy is not defined by the adjective Mormon, unless the adjective is in front of it. This show portrays a Mormon polygamist, is that right? Yes, but they're secularizing, meaning you know, they, they've come out of a fundamentalist uh, Mormon polygamy. Like, that's what the compound is. You know, because that's what, remember, he was 14 years old and got kicked out of it. That's what his background is, Henrik was. Okay. You know, and they're trying to get away from that. Because remember, that's what he—that's you know, his father—is you know part of the compound and all that, and so that compound is purely fundamentalist uh, Mormon polygamy, and he's come out of that. So the show portrays the polygamist based on Mormon principles. Correct. Okay, gotcha. Right. Yes, would not. So obviously, Christian polygamy is not Mormon polygamy. Muslim polygamy is not the same. And every you have to go to the presupposition behind it. And certainly, what the show does show is that even not all Mormon polygamy is like the compound polygamy. Is it a true, I mean, does it, I mean, it, I know it's still a soap opera, but I mean, is it really far-fetched, or is it, I mean... It, it does address some of the dynamics that have to be addressed, because it is a drama, I think it, it uh, magnifies them, and magnifies the dysfunction if it's not appropriately uh, addressed. Intimacy is a matter of communication. When you understand marriage, now understand, that's what we're talking about, marriage and truly loving women. And because intimacy is a matter of communication, certainly when there's more, uh, you know, more for wives in the family, it requires a, a not just a multiplied but a geometrically expanded amount of communication. And you know, one wife's you know decision not to pay the credit cards and rack up a bill has consequences to the rest of the family and, and things like that. So certainly, the, the communication is critically vital, and so it magnifies the dysfunction where communication is not being occurred in the storyline. Does that make sense? Because again, it's a soap opera, and soap operas are going to magnify dysfunction for the sense of, you know, got to keep people on the edge of their seat waiting to watch the next show. But it's definitely brought the whole polygamy community into the spotlight. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay.
Yes. Um, and, and, and do you think it's done more harm than good or more good than harm? Well, if we can get the media to finally start letting us be heard without filtering it into fiction, uh, filtering our our news reports and so forth uh, in the interviews that I give and, and things like that, uh, I think it, it it's a good doorway for helping people understand. Uh, it's a good doorway for, which has brought you to me, to help people understand what we're really about. You know, polygamy is not defined by that little Mormon land geographic bubble of Arizona, Utah. I mean, it, there are, you know, for example, Christian polygamists throughout the entire country that have nothing to do with any of that. And they're just normal, everyday people, uh, you know, living regular, everyday lives, just having to be quiet and, and, and not hurting anybody, and certainly against any of the criminalities that we hear every once in a while. So if the media will allow us to continue to get the truth of what we normal people, normal pro-polygamists really are about, then absolutely, I think this story uh, has opened up the opportunity for that discussion to take place. Now, certainly the show itself is not marketed uh, to, you know, Christians, and I'm sure many Christians and many Mormons themselves are probably not even likely to watch it simply because it's, it's HBO, after all. You know, and it's an HBO show, and I, I would say that uh, some of the gr- sex has been gratuitous. All right, well, thank you. And let me just get your info. It's Certainly. Mark, M-A-R-K. Yes. Last name? Henkel, H-E-N-K-E-L. And what's your title? Uh, I'm the founder of, of truthbearer.org organization. Don't just call us a website. We are an organization. We are a cross-denominational organization. So uh, it is... It, truth, okay, truth, T-R-U-T-H-B-E-A-R-E-R.org. Correct. correct. Both the T and the B must be capitalized. Okay. And what if... Describe your organization. It's a... We are a cross-denominational parachurch support organization uh-huh. uh, of uh, evangelical Christians. You know, from uh, Baptists to Pentecostals, we are not a new group. We are not a new sect. Uh, we're not a new denomination. Uh, basically, what you know, what our movement is is really is a brand new movement itself uh, that began in '94. And you can find out about that at ChristianPolygamy.info forward slash history. Uh, that tells you about the movement itself. But because of that, you know, we have uh, we have completely kickstarted the entire polygamy rights movement because we're not coming from the stereotypical Mormon polygamy which has failed to uh, persuade in the last 150 years. Okay. Are you a pro-polygamy group? Or oh, totally. Oh, okay. oh, absolutely. In fact, uh, you know, we are... Uh, I'm the nationalist... I'm the established national polygamy advocate. Oh, okay. Yes. You know, I mean, in fact, I, I wear those two titles. I mean, the founder of truthbearer.org organization and uh, National Polygamy Advocate. And frankly, I'm the only established National Polygamy Advocate. Okay. And where you said you're on the West Coast. Are you from Massachusetts? Maine. Oh, okay. Yes. Maine. But I'm well familiar with Massachusetts. I graduated Lexington. In, oh. You, oh, you grew up in Massachusetts? I did. Lexington, Massachusetts. Oh, oh, yeah. okay. Where um, it all began. I know about freedom. And um, are, you, so you're a, are you a polygamist? I don't answer my personal life because of the danger it puts me in. I'm assuming you are, but you don't want it, you don't want it in the story. Okay. Um, well, it, it's it's irrelevant. Uh, you know, it, the the there there are still issues of uh of law, and I have to protect my family. Okay. Um, is it is polygamy is it it's legal? Oh, is it is it legal in Massachusetts? No. No. Okay. All oh, right. I see. I see. Okay. Well, Mark, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> 
Um, and thank you very much. And do you watch the show every week? Oh, absolutely. Uh, not, uh, I, I have to so that I'm informed in conducting these interviews. <laughs> Part of what I do as, uh, you know, leading the organization and, and uh, uh, promoting the, uh, the National Polygamy Rights Agenda. Okay, great. And, uh, and, uh, all right, Mark, thank you. Super. All righty, bye-bye. Thanks now. Yeah, bye. Mark Hankel is National Polygamy Advocate. Presented polygamy to the public since 1994. NationalPolygamyAdvocate.com